went from making mid six figures to making 22,500 a year. Just because I was a good copywriter didn't make me a good business person. Very, very happy I was able to get through the rougher times in my life through the wonders of internet marketing. I didn't get a dozen clients, but I got thousands of clients. As soon as I got out of my own backyard and my whole trajectory just took off. That's how I did it. And I think in general, for people who are starting out with copywriting, they should do the same thing. If you're an entrepreneur or a freelancer and you're struggling with imposter syndrome, self-doubt, and feeling like you're just not making enough money for your family, I have a special episode for you today on Uncensored Direct Marketing. I'm going to share with you how many of your favorite direct response business owners and freelancers got started on their journey to the top. People like Andrew Contreras, who regularly launches seven-figure offers worked in the gas and oil industry, which literally crushed his soul and his creativity for years before he decided to take a leap into copywriting and in direct response. Or acclaimed copywriter Pauline Longden, who worked as an army nurse before quitting and pursuing a career in copywriting and for years wasn't getting paid what she was worth. She's now one of the most sought after emotional copywriters in the industry. Or Chris Haddad, who almost died, then struggled with depression and chronic pain for years before he wrote the most successful ClickBank offer of all time. The important thing you have to realize is that you're not alone. Almost every single successful person that I know has gone through a very similar experience. They fail, they get back up, they try, they try different things before they get to success. Sometimes it takes months, if you're lucky, but most people, it takes years or even decades to reach a level of success that can be satisfactory. And even when it is satisfactory, they're still striving for more. The advice each person gave boils down to the same thing, which is, Take steps every day to reach your goal and just try. Consistency is the main ingredient for success. You know only one part of a successful entrepreneur's journey. Keep in mind, before the expensive cars, the luxurious vacations, these people are likely grinding and questioning themselves just like you do probably all the time and probably why you're watching this video right now. The only difference between you and the people featured on today's show is that they took a chance on themselves. They worked hard and most importantly, networked with the right people to finally get a break. Whether you're at the start of your journey or you've been grinding for years, take a step back and listen to how each person got started and what lessons you can learn from these wildly successful people. Don't forget, I have a full-length interview with each person featured on today's show. Check out the show notes below to get a link for each episode. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share so you can get more weekly content. How did one actually get into that world? Because that's pretty similar with a lot of people in direct response. Nobody's like 10, year old, 10 years old and like, I want to be a direct response marketer. Like it's not, everybody just kind of falls into this by like some weird way. So I'm actually really curious how you, how you got into it. So it, it is, you know, I didn't grow up saying I want to work for Pornhub or, or <laughs> anything like that. That would be really bad. Uh, my parents would not like that. Um, it, it was just, again, by accident, I, I studied to be a, a DBA, which is like super boring. Um, but I had some technical knowledge and I had some friends who were kind of cropping pictures and becoming affiliates in, um, in the uh, porn space. So they were just cropping some pictures, getting some affiliate revenue from there. And then um, they decided 
decided that they wanted to kind of try their own pay sites. Um, so they put up a, a couple of sites and saw, you know, hey, you know, there's some traction, there's some traffic. And this was, by the way, in 2004. So it was really, it felt like, you know, porn, the internet was built for porn, basically. Um, and then we were kind of working on that momentum. Um, I just joined in my friends. We They had a site called Brazzers.com. Uh, Brazzers was a pay site, you know, 25 bucks a month or, you know, uh, kind of very simple business model. Uh, you pay, you get in, you watch as much porn as you want and you head out. Um, and then from there, obviously, uh, the pay site business like took off. People were ready to pay for porn. People were ready to consume it. Um, and then from there, we noticed that there was a trend kind of of people offering a lot of free porn uh, and free access to, to content. And it got us a little bit nervous. Uh, and it was like, okay, what do we do next? Um, I mean, I can't take the credit for it, but the team, you know, kind of looked upon YouTube as kind of the uh, perfect example of like where web 2.0 was going and decided to create Pornhub. Um, so I was actually there the first day that we got traffic on that site and it was actually super, super amazing uh, just to see all that traffic coming in and people kind of going crazy and upgrading to, you know, Pornhub premium to get a better experience and all that kind of stuff. Um, so it was really just a big accident of me, you know, being bored at like a pretty boring job that I had before after I finished university. And it was like, my friends are like, Hey, we're making a thousand bucks a day, cropping porn pictures. You want to join? And I'm like, yeah, all right. Um, and that's, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> it was, it's as simple as that. For me personally, I just like, when I discovered that people were paying me money to write, it was like, mm -hmm. you know, just winning the lottery right there. So I, uh, had a corporate job in South Florida. Um, it was my last job I ever had. And as soon as I got paid to write, I like put in my notes for that job and, and I quit. And I was like, oh, that's it. Like I, you know, <laughs> the belief factor, you know, exploded. You're like, oh my God, it's actually something that I can get paid to do. Um, but, you know, then it wasn't, I quit very quickly and didn't have like a whole kind of pipeline of clients or anything like that. So I was on Elance, which is today uh, Upwork. And I would just, take on any gig you can imagine. So I did tons of content writing, like SEO content. I wrote web copy. I worked for, I wrote for um, one of the largest providers of 3PL, like third-party logistics, um, like white glove last mile. So the very last mile from like the warehouse to your house and they put it all, you know, assembled the furniture. Um, this yeah. company, you know, like a fortune 500 company, I wrote a bunch of their web copy, but through an agency that hired me, wasn't like, I wasn't some rock star. Um, but, you know, I mean, dude, like everything, like beauty, um, like IT servers, virtual servers, like uh, you name it and in all types of formats. And, and basically, whenever people came to me and either I applied for jobs, I was just like, oh, yeah, I can do this. I'm really good at this, even if I had no idea, honestly. Um, or people would <laughs> Fake ask, it till you make it. <laughs> That's totally what I did, 100%. And um, or people would hire me to write like blogs for them. I do a good job. And they'd be like, oh, thanks for our website, you know, guy. Um, like, you know, quit, like we, you know how to build websites and I'd be like, oh yeah, I'm the best at building websites. And I Google, like, you know, how to use WordPress. And I, so I used to do, like, I used to be able to crush it with WordPress and like do HTML and all of this stuff. Um, the point being though, it's just like being open to everything early on, I think is really important. Like I, I, I'm a big believer in diverse experiences and the call aspects of life. Like, you know, when it comes to like, I don't really read business books. I read like history or read like a novel or stuff like that. Like, I think you draw from experiences that are very diverse and then they make you a better, stronger person. And the same comes from, from marketing and copywriting. So um, that's how I did it. And I think in general, for people who are starting out with copywriting, 
they should do the same thing. You went, we, we literally 109 X our business from last January to this January. Wow. And pe people see that and it's like, oh, well, you know, what, what, how did you strike that gold? How did that happen? Like, how did you, how you get so lucky? You know, it's the perfect industry. It's the perfect this, it's the perfect that. And that's just not true. I mean, the truth is I uh, dropped out of grad school twice. I, I have a degree in mechanical engineering. I went to grad school for materials engineering, absolutely hated it. And I dropped out. Um, and then I happened to go to another program for, it was kind of like an entrepreneurship program disguised as in the engineering school somehow. I don't know how <laughs> the director of the program was an entrepreneur. And, um, I started reading about blogs and making money online and all that. I wasn't doing any research for school. Uh, I was reading like rich dad, poor dad in the lab that I was supposed to be doing research. And, um, I went to the, the second semester of the second program that I was in, I went to the. Uh, the director, and he became kind of like my first mentor. He was the first person that I met in real life that read books like uh, self-development books and business books. And long story short, I pulled him aside the second, the first day of the second semester, and I, we walked down the hall right before we started class, and I was like, look, man, you know, I've been playing music for a long time. I've been researching business, and uh, I used to do the whole thing about cutting people's yards, cutting people, cutting the grass for money and all that. And I talked to him for a while and it's like, you know, look, I think I think I can start teaching guitar because uh, it's, you know, the skill that I have already have. And there's a, obviously there's a market there. I mean, people take guitar lessons and they have for years and years. But um, yeah. So anyway, you know, I talked to him for a while. I was like, look, I'm going to go to seminars. I'm going to read books. I'm going to take courses. I'm going to do this. He didn't say anything the whole time. He was just looking at the floor. And I finally got done and he just paused and he looked at me and and I told him I was, you know, I'm, I'm going to quit school. I'm going to go start a guitar school. I'm going to go start like, you know, teaching lessons and turn it into an actual business. And he didn't say anything. And then at the very end, he just looked up at me and said, that's what I would do. So I quit. <laughs> so that, that I, I literally started uh, learning how to write flyers. That's how I learned how to write headlines and, and, you know, call out pain points and write calls to action and things like that. I went with the mailbag. I used to deliver flyers door to door. Yeah. That, that's where things started. I eventually discovered uh, landing pages, learned how to, uh, to write landing pages, and then Google AdWords. So, you know, I could sit in my office, sit in my studio at that point and have people, you know, uh, come to me and fill out forms instead of me going out there and sweating every day and delivering, you know, 100 flyers in an hour, wasting a bunch of time. Yeah, it was about 10 months. So I had processed over 2 million in 10 months through those different trials. And it started out with diet. Uh, and then it went on to skincare, uh, which I thought would be more secure, a little older demographic, more female. Um, I don't know. I don't, I don't think it was more secure. I think no. it was just <laughs> equally as shady and risky. And, you know, when greed's your main motivation, and I'm not saying everybody is this way, but when greed's your mo main motivation, you just put blinders on to ethics yeah. a lot of the time and it ends up burning you. So I ended up with half a million dollars in debt and two lawsuits and um, having to file bankruptcy to start fresh, get away from it all. Just because I was a good copywriter didn't make me a good business person, right? And so um, I, I learned that very quickly that you know it's it's one thing to be able to, to write good copy. It's another thing to be able to structure deals as a freelancer, protect yourself and, and get paid what you're worth, right? So. Ultimately, I, uh, I'm glad I left the freelancing. I didn't last long at all in freelancing. Uh, met Julian. We kind of clicked a little, you know, at least, you know, we started talking copy, you know, 
spitting lingo at each other and we were like really uh <laughs> geeking out on it and um it just we started helping each other out each other's different pieces of copy he was writing a vsl i was writing a vsl so we would just kind of look over each other's shoulders and uh amplify our ability uh or amplify the copy they were we we're, were writing right so yeah. that's how it started i wrote an offer that did very well and that's actually you know the, the one that julian may have mentioned it was the the shepherd's diet right it was like yeah. a uh, you know, Christian weight loss offer did really well at the time. I think it grossed like 30 million bucks in the first year, something around there. Um, and I was a copywriter, but I wasn't the owner. Right. And yeah. I learned that was a, that was a, that was a, a hard lesson for me because I saw how successful it did. Um, and I wrote hundred percent of that copy, but I, I, at the end of the day, I got screwed out of that deal. Like I didn't get uh, any of the royalties I was promised. It, you know, they, they, the offer owners tried to lock me into this like thing like, well, if you want to keep the royalties, you got to like write other offers and they changed the deal after the fact. And I was just like, it didn't sit well with me. So I was like, yeah, that's fuck. screw you guys. I'm out of here. Um, yeah. um, so that was the first lesson. And that, that probably put some trust issues, like having that experience made, uh, gave me some trust issues with potential partnerships. Right. So yeah. maybe for a good year there, I was like, I'm not going to partner with anyone. I'm just going to do this on my own. Um, that was probably a, a, a bigger hurdle is to get over that trust issue. Right. Um, you know, because, you know, again, like it's partnerships are like marriages, like, you, you know, like you just don't get married to anyone. Right. Like you've got to treat it with a lot of respect and a lot of, uh, um, uh, you gotta, you, you gotta let it grow organically, which I, which I did with Julian. So that was yeah. something I overcame and it was overcame with a new, a beautiful partnership so far that's, you know, evolved into something that's pretty big. I used to be a freelancer about 10, 12 years ago, um, got into marketing, direct marketing when I was 28 or so became kind of a bigger deal freelancer, you know, making 25, 50 grand a letter. I wrote letters for probably seven or eight ClickBank number ones. I did, um, something for the Pimsleur approach that ended up being like a letter that ran for almost 10 years and did many, many millions of dollars worth of stuff. I've probably sold it's I've sold somewhere in the hundreds of millions of dollars worth of stuff with my copy over the years. And then back in 2010, I decided I was kind of sick of making everybody else really rich and decided to start doing my own offers. And I somehow ended up in the uh, relationship advice space. And I created this uh, character or alter ego named Michael Fury, which is my middle name, my mom's maiden name and wrote something called Text the Romance Back and ended up on the Rachel Ray Show on Valentine's Day 2010 and then built that into a business where we were doing probably $10, $11 million in sales a year for several years there. Uh, and then my life fell apart, which we can talk about, and uh, finally uh, you know, got hit by a bunch of horrible things for several years. And then I'm kind of getting back into the game now properly and very, very happy I was able to get through the rougher times in my life through the wonders of internet marketing. Yeah, so I, I just did the normal, like the course you know, route where you just do every course that you can. And at the time um, when I first started copywriting, I was kind of limited and it's kind of not, not really only by my mindset because you only know what you know at the time, but there was some like big name copywriters in Australia. And so I did their courses, but, and it's funny because every time I did their courses, they say, okay, so just say in copywriting, there's like 11 herbs and spices. So I go, okay, cool. So I do the basic course. I'm going to get so many spices and I do the advanced course and the intermediate, you know, all that sort of stuff. But every time I, I like ascended up in their courses, I was getting the same four herbs and spices in different orders and that. And then I'd say, but what about the other five, you know? And they go, oh, five. 
You can tell I'm a word nerd, not a numbers girl. That's not five, is it? That doesn't even add up. That's hilarious. <laughs> but anyway. Um, I get you. I get you. Yeah, you get me. Anyway, the, the moral of the story was they weren't giving me the 11 herbs and spices. They would just give me rubbish all the time. So then I um, decided to go outside of Australia to, you know, um, level up my copywriting abilities because, like, what I what – I, um, I'm pretty astute anyway because what I worked out was these guys were learning from someone yeah. and it's like – why go to like a little foothill of a mountain? Let's just go to the mountains where these guys are getting their information from. And then I've got this funny um, kind of uh, mindset is that, you know, if people are going to stand there in front of me and say, you know, you only take in 10% of what you learn, blah, blah, blah. And then I'm like looking at them and I'm going, well, if you learn from that guy, you only learn 10% and I'm getting 10% of your 10%. This is really horrible. It's not adding up. (laughs) So then um, I just went, you know what, I'm tired of this. And so I spoke to my partner. I said, I want to start going to America and just finding finding out what I'm not being taught here. And as soon as I got out of my own backyard and started going to the mountains instead of waiting for the mountains to come to me, um, my whole trajectory just took off like out of out of control really it's been amazing well there definitely was a like game-changing event i guess um and that really was when i wrote um the internet business manifesto which was the first free report that i ever released it also coincided with i guess really like the beginning of giving things away for free online other than like a five-day mini or something like that, because that's what people used to opt in to get like five days worth of emails. And um, I wrote this report back when uh, I had just finished a coaching program with like Mike Vilsame and Ryan Dice and a bunch of those guys. And I didn't really have a list and I didn't have any front end customers. And I wanted to coach a group of people. And I was hoping maybe I could get like a dozen people or something like that um, to coach for this three month period before I started this project with Agora. And I decided that I would write a report to try and get those, you know, dozen clients. And um, the report ended up you know, I posted it to my blog. It was 31 pages long and it ended up going viral. So uh, I didn't get a dozen clients, but I got thousands of clients. And wow. really my life um, was very different the week before I launched the manifesto to a week after I launched the manifesto. So I learned copywriting, learned direct response and also started starving because I was a junior copywriter. I had no idea you know, I, I went from making mid six figures to making 22,500 a year because I thought that I was going to make all this money doing copyright. You'd be really famous like Gary Bensavenga. And, um, I was just a junior making nothing. So I eventually took over their affiliate, uh, program and CPR it back to life and, uh, did a really great job, did their first multimillion dollar launch and uh, just kind of took off from there. Started working on different projects like The Truth About Cancer and, and other ones. And then eventually we started our own agency to, you know, really build structure around what I was doing. And, you know, we did, I think we did, you know, seven figures in eight months, which is wow. crazy as an agency. Like when you're charged, I think we were charged like a thousand dollar retainer or two thousand dollar retainer. And then the rest of it was like all commission, which is crazy to think about it now. Like, you know, I wouldn't have been able to do that without Alona. This was her third agency. And so she had all the structures, the SOPs, the understanding of, of how to do that. And I just brought in the money. And so that's kind of how we started 
with that. And then eventually, like, we both agree we didn't want to have a big company, a big agency. I didn't want hundreds of clients. I only wanted a few. And so we started the education training side, which is where we've trained, you know, over 500 different companies, including Agora, subsidiaries of Agora and ClickBank and uh, Science Natural Supplements and Natural Horse but you name it. We've we've worked with their affiliate managers or their teams and, and helped them improve their performance. I hope you found inspiration and motivation from listening to the stories shared today. Hearing these stories reminds me every day of how much it takes to be successful and how grateful I am to be on this journey. Take a moment to think about where you are and be thankful for the ride. Your destination won't be too far away if you remain consistent and add to your arsenal of skills. I have tons of content that you can use to learn more about direct response and get free tips from some of the industry heavyweights. Feel free to reach out to me if I can help you along your journey. I have a new episode every week, so don't forget to subscribe for more great content. Have yourself a great day. Hope you found today's session valuable. If you have any questions for me or just want to connect, please feel free to visit my website, mariasparagis.com. That's M-A-R-I-A-S-P-A-R-A-G-I-S.com. I'd love to hear what you're working on. So drop me a line on any hot button issues your business is experiencing. And remember, don't worry about failure. You only have to be right once. 